Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo Esports podcast. This is episode 67 for the week of April 2nd, 2019. My name is Josh, aka JK Fire, and today I'm joined by the loud one, Will, aka I am Mr. Mayhem. Will, how are you today? Doing fine. How are you? Tired as all hell. That's kind of the normal now at this point. Yep. So. Just to give a reference before we get into this episode, I apologize if I sound tired. Also, spoiler alert, Ranty Josh is going to come out later out of the episode because I'm tired, so get excited for that. Uh, I thought about it, and I just said, fuck it, I'm going to throw caution in the wind, I'm going to do it anyway. Um, but no, Linnea usually, Linnea, my daughter, for those who don't know, usually wakes up around 5, 5.30 a.m. for like feeding and a diaper change, you know? This morning, she decided to wake up at 4.00. And, you know, that extra hour can really, like, make or break. And so, obviously, we're, we we have her on, like, a two to three hour feeding schedule. So, that was around the same time. But still, it's just like, god damn it. You wanted your extra hour of sleep. I did. But that's okay. Um, she's amazing. And uh, I'll do anything for her. And if that means waking up an hour early to feed her and change her poopy diaper, I think I can do that. I think I can give her that satisfaction. But yeah, Will, should we talk about what's coming up on the show? Yes, but first we have some housekeeping. We do. Do you want to go ahead and run through it? Sure. We have our HCS Pro Talk 1v1 Halo 5 tournament coming up. It is Saturday, April 6th, so this coming Saturday. Um, If you'd like to sign up, the bracket locks at 1 p.m. Central Time on that Saturday, and then we start the tournament at 5 p.m. Central Time. You can watch it if you're interested over at Mixer.com slash HCSProTalk. And we will include the bracket within the show notes and check our Twitter for it as well. Also, something to mention here, our community playdates will start back up the following Saturday on April 13th, again at 8 p.m. Central Time. Uh, join the Discord and send an Xbox Live friend request to JK Fire Insomniac. That's my gamer tag. That's Josh's gamer tag. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's instead of doing this whole like xbox club thing and all that like we, ha- we had good intentions with yeah, it yeah but it just didn't pan out so realistically if you want to get in on the community play dates send me a friend request again it's jk fire insomniac uh it'll be in the uh google doc google doc google doc of the show notes of the show see i told you i'm tired um and then join the discord as well and j- at least join the discussion it's gonna be a good time i'm excited to get these back up and running but yeah, with those housekeeping items out of the way, now should we talk about what's coming up on the show, Will? What do we got? First and foremost, we have our rosters getting announced with some controversy featuring Ranty Josh. Then we have uh, VIPs getting the special treatment. Halo 5 has server issues. Who knew? And uh, believe it or not, the Microsoft Store has actually found out how to make a bracket. So if that gives you a little... Uh, foreshadowing as to what's coming on in the episode that hopefully that helps you out a little bit but yeah will without further ado what do we always start the show off with Media. well josh we always start with some roster mania <laughs> oh boy do we so here we go let me uh we have the dreamhack dallas free agent list and the team list that we'll run through again so let's start with that we have so we got, like I said, free agent list here. The OG killer, 
Jay Weezy, Gohan, Coco the Janitor, Galloping Elk, Easy, Exile, Sterling, <laughs> Crewman, Assertive, Deadlie, Hypo, Trunks, Tusk, Protein, Slurshot, Poseidon's BR, Cool Ranch Senpai, Joy Slays, Quicksilver, Bulkasaur, Exocide 07, Venom, Adane, Elvistico, Dunstrafe, Canology, Senshi, Most Dope, Hosty Shots, Kyul, Stinger, Insom, Nifty, Saber, and Beer Belly all looking for teams. It's a lot of people. It is. They, Did uh, that increase? It increased since uh, Gamers Forgiving. Definitely feels like it. Definitely feels like it. So here we go. The partial team list. So we have Display and World Famous looking for two more. Flamehead, Only Toxic, and Engage looking for one more. Dread Takedown, I Always Slay, and Daffy looking for one more. Tosh and Berserk looking for two more. Eon and Shreds looking for two more. Hilly and CE and Catastrophe looking for two more. Drizzy and Uday looking for two more. Neutral, <laughs> neutralizer, Schoolage, Pawsey looking for one more. And Zito and Honor Less Gaming looking for two more. We do have a roster update um, regarding an EU player, Jimbo. So he posted over on Twitter. He has a new roster, which is Jimbo, Riots, Respectful, and Flux. And he says, says, looking for an org to represent for DreamHack Dallas and the HCS future. DM any of us if you're interested for more information about our roster. So there you go. Jimbo looking to get back in the game. Hell yeah. He was one of the top EU players for a yeah. long time. He's considered to be the top EU player. So we'll see uh we'll see if he can get something together and um I'm hoping an org will pick him up so we can see what he brings to Halo 3 cuz that's yeah what the tournaments have been lately so I agree. All right. And then this was posted last night over in the Twitter Twitter sphere. Um we'll run through this and then we actually have a statement from Brad Foster, CMO and president of Lux Gaming. So the initial post states, roster alert, we have made some changes to our Halo 3 roster. Gilkey will be remaining on our roster and will be leading a full roster refresh. Demon D, Boo Boo Doo Boo, and Cloud have requested permission to go their separate ways, and we have decided to drop them in accordance with their wishes. We will not go into situational details. We respect all current and former players and their privacy, but we also have always been and will always be transparent on roster moves. <clears throat> So, um, Lux Gaming actually reached out to us, and like I said, Brad Foster here um, wanted to put out a statement. Again, CMO and president of Lux Gaming. He states, Unfortunately, there was some chemistry issues between our players that came to a head over the weekend. This wasn't a, a scenario that our organization wanted, and after the players made several attempts to work out the issues, it was clear that a separation was necessary. Upon that separation, we had to make the hard decision of which players to keep and which to release. This was, again, a decision we didn't take lightly. We have enjoyed working with each and every one of our players this season. They've all done a phenomenal job performing at the biggest stages in Halo and representing Lux and its sponsors at events. That being said, Gilkey has just been on another level. He's an incredibly positive guy to be around, a great player, a great guy to work with, and just everything you want in a player that is, that is the face of your organization. Chris embodies everything we stand for as an organization, We've been working with him since Halo 5, and we plan to continue working with him and building around him for many events to come. So there's a little uh, insight 
to your um to the Lux Gaming shakeup. Indeed. And uh Brad, thank you very much for providing that statement. It was greatly appreciated. All right. So I'm I'm curious as, uh who they're going to pick up at, at this point and where they're going to go. I really felt that that roster was good. Like I I I felt that if that roster stayed together, you know, we always talk about consistency and all that, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, that it seemed to me like that team played really well. And I mean, yeah, the last event didn't go as well for them as they'd hoped, but you know, it is what it is. You learn from it, you move on. Um, but clearly there's just things we don't know about. And that statement cleared up a little, uh, a little bit for us in regards to that. There were just things internally that they needed to work through. And, uh, here's hoping that things get better with a new roster. All right. Moving on to the Halo Draft League Challenger League rosters. So, in a previous week, they did the... Is it Champions? Yes, the, the Champions, Champions League, League rosters were last week. So, they again, they draft these players based on a monetary value that they're assigned. There's a bid for each player. Yes. And here we go. We have the results of the Challenger League, which um, this is kind of your... I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It's it's almost like the the Champions League are like your pros of the Halo Draft League, and these are like the the amateurs trying to move up to the next spot. So that's that, what that's what I think the intent is. But there are players that realistically could belong in the in the Champion League that just didn't just didn't get drafted up. Like that that's sure. what it is. So yes, uh, I I'm just gonna like to I'm just going to think of the Challenger League as. Those who didn't get drafted into the Champion League, who very well could have deserved it, um, and just a way for more people to play. Sure. I guess you could say. Okay. Yeah. So, these were provided by Mark Owns Your Face over on Twitter, Discord, and Gamertag. Love you, Mark. Thank you very much. Um, So, let's run through the teams. We have Scarecrow Boat. We have... Now, this doesn't list the captains. Is it's, it the I believe it's the first person okay. on, the, on the roster. I'm sorry I didn't put it in there. No, just wanted to verify. Yep, I think it um, is. I think it's first person. So, Nathan Bacon is your captain. He was a $50 value. Taze is $135 value. Takeda, $35. Goom, $160. PHX Pride, $40. And Palshi, might recognize him, that name. We had an interview with him. 150 bucks. So. Uh, Shout out to Pula. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, they have a remaining balance of zero. So not a lot of wiggle room to make moves. We're going to we're gonna start the movement to bring back Pula. We tried already. No, we're doing it. We're, we're doing it. He's branded himself as Paul Shee. Well, I'm branding his ass as Pula. It's hard to go back now. Okay. You can, you can try. Team two. Captain is closer spore. He had an $80 value. He picked up I Am Tooth, 200 Dane, 95 Hayes, 130 Zapper for 5 bucks, and Anomaly for 90 Remaining balance is $0 for this team. So, names I recognize, Closer Spore, I Am a Tooth, and Hayes. Definitely notice those names. A little bit heftier values associated with them as well. So, yeah. I'm excited to see what comes out of this team as well. 
Team three. Team three. Oh, is this where Randy <laughs> Josh comes out? Here we go. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Okay, so I'm going to run through the rosters, and I'll let Josh comment. All right, sounds so, good to be. Mesmerize the captain was had a sixty dollar value. He picked up a savage cat for one fifty, takedown for one forty, big bay ba for sixty, neuroscan for seventy, and George is woke for one twenty. Remaining balance is zero dollars. Josh, you take this one. Please. Okay, here we go. So, like I said, I'm tired, and here's where Ranty Josh is going to come in. I thought about this, and I'm like, I don't fucking care. I'm going to talk about it. So, um. If takedown looks familiar, it's because uh, he should. So takedown was actually dropped by uh, what what was Team 1 in the Champions League. Um, team 1 may have a different name at this point, but at the time of recording, this Team 1 is Team 1 in the Champions League, mind you. And as a result, he was actually picked up by Team 3, as we're talking about right now, in the Challenger League. But how did this all happen, you may ask? Well... We've talked to a, f- uh, a couple different people, and here is the story about what has happened here. So, Takedown was originally dropped from Team 1 um, by Equalized. Equalized was the captain of Team 1 in the, cha- in the Champions League. Um, Equalized realized he did not want Takedown, and Equalized used the one transaction before the trade window opened to drop Takedown. So, in the rules, it specifically states that each captain has one um, transaction that they can do before the trade window opens. Every captain has one available to them. It's in the rules. It is stated. Therefore, takedown gets dropped. Okay. Um, takedown was then actually going to be picked up by a number of team by another team in the champion league. Okay. We're, we're in the challenger league right now, but he was actually going to be picked up in the champion league. Um, but actually the captain of that team, backed out of the pending transaction minutes after submitting that transaction. Okay. So the transaction was submitted. The league organizers need to look over the transaction before approving. And before that process even happened, the, that captain decided, never mind, I don't want him anymore. Can we get rid of that pending transaction? So they did. Therefore, that sent takedown into the Challenger League draft where he was actually picked up. And again, I've reached out to the contact we talked about this with, and uh, they have said that, yes, Takedown is on this Challenger League roster. So here's what I want to say, okay? The things that I've heard about this Takedown, okay? Based off everything that I'm reading in in this Halo Draft League Discord, based off everything that I've heard... It basically seems like it's all correct at this point. Okay. From what I read, and this is from, like, this is from Takedown himself. Okay. Let me, let me, hold on. This, I need to actually pull this up. I need to actually pull this up. Okay. A quote from Takedown in this Discord channel. I got mixed feelings because I know whatever team I'm on will probably win, but I don't know. I want to get some good competition. I really shouldn't. I really should be in champ league and I'm pretty sure I will be soon. But like for real, I got screwed so hard. I just didn't want to be in the champ league if I was going to be on like an average team. So this kid goes back and forth on his statements. Okay. Oh, I want to compete. Oh, I, we're going to win no matter what team I'm on. Oh, I just want to be on a better than average team. Okay, kid. 
I'm going to put things into perspective for you. All right. Something we have not addressed yet on this show. All right. Or maybe, maybe we have in an interview we've, we've had in the past, but I'm going to say this. I have heard from multiple professional players. Okay. Not just Halo, but in other esports. If you are not a good person, if you are not a nice person, if you are not a good teammate, they don't fucking want you. Okay? So takedown. Again, I'm going to put things into perspective for you right here. The reason why these teams didn't want you is because you're not a nice person to them. You're not a nice teammate to them. I'm not sugarcoating anything right now. They didn't want you because I'm not saying that you weren't skilled enough. Frankly, I don't give a shit if you're skilled enough. The fact of the matter is, if you are not a nice person, if you are not easy to work with, nobody is going to want to team with you. So, that is why you were dropped. That is why you were not picked up again into the Champions League. You're right. People did think about it. People were considering you. Then they thought about it some more. They realized what they were going to be dealing with. Notice how I didn't say working with. They would be dealing with you. They wouldn't be working with you. So for all intents and purposes, the team that you're on right now in the Challenger League, I really hope that you guys succeed. Don't get me wrong. I hope every team succeeds. But if you're not a good teammate, don't be surprised if you're dropped again. Randy Josh is done. Will, take it away. I'll just add, um, it's, it's been shown in in studies and even in corporations, if you have one negative person on a team, it can bring the level of that whole team down. And um, yeah, I just, you know, I, you hear, you hear things, you kind of see the way he responds and reacts to things on social media and it kind of leans in that direction. So I hope, uh, I you know, hope that team can, uh, he can handle it and, Put things aside and, and compete. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Randy Josh is coming back for oh, a no. second because oh, I just no. thought of something. No, you bring up a really good point. And the thing that I forgot to mention too is that the things that they say on social media, the things that he says on social media, he doesn't hold himself accountable. Plain and simple. Learn from your mistakes. Move the fuck on. Okay. And the other thing is, I'm going to say this just this last piece. We talk about egos all the time. Okay. If you have an ego in regards to, oh, I'm way better than this person and blah, 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 blah. You think you're the top shit and you can't hold yourself accountable. You have that big of a fucking ego. Get the fuck out of here. I don't want to talk to anybody like you. I don't have the patience for anybody like you, as you can tell right now. And it's just, you're not worth my fucking time anymore. And I swear to God. Anybody that is on that roster right now that you are on takedown, I really hope they know what they're potentially getting themselves into. That's it. Will, All right. take it away. <laughs> so yeah, Team 3, good luck to you. I was actually um, in a Discord chat with a ex 
uh, Halo amateur pro player, um, and he is now attempting to compete in Rainbow Six, much like Spartan. Awesome. Um, but he said he, he, the, the, his biggest issue with trying to form a team is egos. Um, and he said, you know, you meet the, the, the actual pros and they're chilled, they're laid back, they're level-headed, they're grounded. And he said, you, you know, you come, he went back to, to mingling with the amateur squad and it's all, he's got to deal with everyone's egos again. And it's a headache and it, it causes strain on the, on the team. And he was like, he was like, if, if some of these players I've played with, if they just put their ego aside and just played the game and relax a little bit, they might be at that pro level, but they just couldn't put things aside and it, it tears apart. It's t- torn apart teams he's been on. You're talking about the difference between high schoolers and people that go to college. K- kinda. High schoolers, you have the drama, you have the clicks, you have all that bullshit. At least when I went to college, n- nobody cared who you were. Everybody was just there to get their work done. And that's, yep, yep. All right, All right. moving on with the Halo Draft League results. Do it up. For Challengers League. Do it up, Team Will. four, ca- team captain is Nade Strafe. $100 value on him. He picked up YT Baca. Was it Yeti Baca? I don't know. 15, I don't know either. 15 bucks was his value. It he might picked- be YouTube Baca. Ah, uh, YouTube. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. You feel me? Baca. Yeah, because some people put like TTV, like yep. Twitch TV, you know? Okay. He also picked up the bad kid. $105 must not be that bad. Fluxy was a $5 value. Elite Vortex, $5 value. And Plumbus, $5 value. He still has 365 bucks in the bank. So remember what we talked about last week with the, with the one roster in the Champions League, right? Yeah. That had an exorbitant amount of money left over. Mm-hmm. Maybe we're having another situation here too. Where they, they have and a couple people that are worth a good amount of money. And then, you know what? they like, let's just fill this out now. Let's see how this goes. See what we happens. Have the, we have the cap space. Yeah. And it, I mean, it could literally come down to the fact that um, they went after a couple big ticket names and another team just had five extra bucks to give. There you go. And they, they missed one, you know? Very true. Okay. Moving on. Team five. Captain is role model. $80 value was assigned to him. He picked up Undy Tenza. 135 sweaty rookie for 210 clarifies Car- clarifies i'll just say carl fies <laughs> <laughs> oh boy clarifies for 165 pinecone forest for five dollars and a name you might recognize mark owns your face five dollars on team five they have a balance of zero but he does not own my face not yet the, oh <laughs> oh shit oh oh we have a 1v1 tournament coming up. We do. But yeah, congratulations to Mark uh, making it on the team as well. Good to see. Um, don't sleep on him, guys. Don't sleep on him. All Same right. with Paul. She Don't sleep on Paul. She either. Team six. Seizure, $60. Captain. He picked up Cardinal Sin for 50 Weekachu. Nice name. For 90 Mrs. Heartbreak for 65 Sushi for 20 And Savior for 315 Holy poop. What? That's oh my god! Either I think they overpaid. I'm just gonna say. Ooh, okay. There's your hot take right now. Before the season even begins, just wait. This person's the highest yeah, KD like, on any single game. The, mo- the most amazing player in the Challenger League. All right, teams- single-handedly carries the team to the finals. <laughs> You're like, oh shit! Oh, I was wrong. Uh, all right, Team Seven Justice was assigned to eighty dollar value. Uh, he picked up or she. Uh, 
Megazyme for 45, Limits for 200, Sir Munchie for 5, Ace for 5, and Killjoy for 5. They also have quite a substantial balance, $260 remaining. Yeah, it looks like they only paid a good amount of money for one player. So it. I think, I still think you're, so we've seen teams, I think the teams that have it the best right now, the teams that have an even distribution amongst players, right? So like you're 150 per right around there. And then honestly, I think uh, other teams that are doing that might do pretty well are these teams that used a good amount for one player, but still have a great amount for uh, cap space. Okay. Let's move on. We have a team name. It's reborn. Bobetta fed as a captain. He was assigned $80. Lava was uh, picked up for 130. Blue house for 105. Very debt. Very December or very deck. Either way, $85. Nerdsy for five and Hero Walrus, great name, for $195. This is one of the teams that I'm thinking, I mean, established names. We had Lava, Bobetta Feta, Hero Walrus. I know for sure, I believe three out of those six players were in the inaugural season. Um, and again, very established players. And this, again, this is one of those teams where you have basically an even, even distribution amongst the players. I think that could be one to watch out for. All right. Team nine. Captain is Blues Who's. Signed to $80 value. They picked up the Abstract Kid for 210. Cryogenic for five. Mitch FVS for five. D Man B for five. And Loco for five. Remaining balance of 290. And again, another one of the teams where you spend a good amount for one player, you have a great amount in, in cap space. Could definitely see big things for this one, too. All right, next up we have Snowball and Turtles, team name. Uh, they are captained by Nautilus. They were, uh, Nautilus was assigned a $60 value. They picked up Paladin for $65, Search for $70, Prince Saiyan for $115, Quick Shot for $120, and it's Muna, $170. So another uh, another name you might recognize from our community, Search, getting in there into the Halo Draft League. Yes, we had three people in there. Uh, yeah. Hell yeah. Getting out there and playing some Halo. I love it. Yes. Yeah, so congratulations to a sad boy search as well. Okay. Good and that, shit. Yeah. That does it for ha- Halo. Halo. I was going to say Halo Draft League. <laughs> oh my. Halo Draft League. We're both tired today, apparently. I guess so. Um, that really, that does it for Roster Mania. But one thing I wanted to touch on here is, so we see teams that have an evenly spread value. Yes. Um, You know, anywhere from like 100 to 150 per player. We have somewhere like they have a like a two hundred or three hundred dollar player, and then lower values. My question is, so let's just say those hundred dollar values are, I mean, they're probably better than than plat players, but let's just say they're or not plat, but diamond players. Let's just say they're diamond players at a hundred dollar value. A full team of diamonds would they be able to take down? a champ and onyx and maybe a couple like lower diamonds or lower plats you know what i'm saying like high diamonds against like lower diamonds like absolutely well the mix do you think that i do think it can happen because i think it all comes down to teamwork right halo 5 is a very teamwork oriented game and as we've seen in professional play uh a lot of it relies on setups a lot of it relies on working in twos usually in pairs you know um and then pushing together as a team Right. So, yeah, you could have a champ player, an onyx player, and let's say two plats. Right. But if that champ player isn't working alongside the other players, 
yeah, that person shot maybe really well, but it's, if they're not working together as a team, they're going to get steamrolled. It doesn't matter. So yeah, I do believe that a team of diamonds definitely have a shot for sure. All right. Yeah. Awesome. That, uh, that, that does it for roster mania for the week. Well then, Will, don't let the show notes deceive you because we actually do have something to say. But it's time for COD and other games. Watch <laughs> you did a hand motion with me. <laughs> I love it so much. Oh, I, I can't wait till we have a video version of the show because you literally just did the same hand motion I do <laughs> for this segment. Um, so I actually forgot to put this in the show notes and I apologize, but we do have something for COD and other games. Watch. Um, so Mark owns your face again. Shout out to you, good sir. Uh, reached out and said that he found, um, so Shotzi's been streaming, right? And for those who don't know, Shotzi used to be on the Splice roster during Halo 5, Halo World Champion, right? Very established, very great player, young, young. Um, and the reason why I say that is because when he became 18 or when he becomes 18, I don't think he is it yet. Um, when he becomes 18, he was going to join the Splice, one of the Splice rosters, one of the two Splice rosters, in Call of Duty, okay, to compete in Call of Duty. Um, well, maybe not. So, again, this is from Mark Owens Your Face. Uh, Shotzi's actually been playing a lot of Halo 3 MCC again, and if you notice in the picture that he provided, I'll include in the show notes, his stream title says Dallas? Question mark. So, maybe our boy Shotzi might be... Uh, Coming back to the light. Lux, go get him. I mean, hey, that would be... Well, here's the other thing, right? We don't know how well he does. That's true. In Halo 3. Now, Gilkey, established name. Been around for a very long time, right? Veteran player. Could definitely help out in that regard. And I do think that Shotzi could definitely bring something to the game. Because Halo 3, more methodical, slower paced, right? Um... But he, that doesn't mean you can't take some of that mentality from Halo 5 and transfer that over. We've seen people do it before. So, I might agree with you. Let's I, go get him. I mean, if, if, if you have the shot, you can learn the strategy. That's, and then it's just, it just comes down to knowing what to do in those pressure situations. Exactly. So. Exactamundo. All right. But that is, uh, that's it. For COD and other games, watch! And that means it's time for Will's Adventures Within the Overs and Other Games too. Alright. A little extended one for you there. Thanks. A little tone change because my voice kind of cracked. So you just rolled with it? Yeah, I went up to a slightly higher register and I'm like, fuck it, I don't care at this point. We're <laughs> just going to roll with the punches. Uh, all What'd right. you play, Will? Um, so let's start. I played some PUBG, playing with friends again. I Played with Joey? With Joey, yeah. I wouldn't yep. jump into a solo game, but yeah, played with Joey. Um, I'm getting the feel back for it a little bit that I, I had before. Um, I'm still not great at the game, but my shot's coming back. Um, I played with him earlier today. And, um, a guy started shooting at me and I just like, I turned on him and just sprayed him down and it felt great. That's got to feel, I had like, I had like one health left. 
Oh boy. Uh, and oh I boy. Just, I turned and killed him and it was oh it felt so good to get that kill. I believe it. Um but yeah, getting a little feel back for PUBG. It's still a lot of downtime with looting and running around and so it get we we be, to avoid that we've been doing a lot of hot drops, very uh populated areas, which means the games go could go quick or extend out. Um <clears throat> But yeah, I've been uh, still playing PUBG. I uh, finally updated and relaunched Rainbow Six. And that's where I've been playing with um, that Halo uh, ex-amateur Halo pl- player. What's his name? Um, his name is Scoozy. Scoozy. He's very good. Um, his, he, uh, you know, obviously transitioned over to PC from playing on a controller and um yeah he, he just knows the game very knowledgeable and it's uh yeah it's been fun joey's been hopping in with that too um their update today they have a oh my a, god oh you see it? yes of course like the pink plane yeah and so you're actually it's not an april fool's joke like it's an no, actual it's, thing it's an actual thing i played yeah. it a lot because i was having so much fun with oh it oh my god um so if for those who know rainbow six you're it's the map, um, the plane, but they named it like cu- cute plane or something like that. You are actually a toy yeah. inside of kid's bedroom on, um, it's the, like the original house. So kid's bedroom, you're actually inside of another map on that map. God, that's crazy. And then you could actually, um, so I was playing it. So the yeah, everything's pink, rainbows, like kid music everywhere it's so awesome um your characters are like straight colors so they're either like f- your your character is just like a, a green army men something like that or yellow pink whatever so you can't even like tell the detail so you can like blend into walls just standing there because you're a solid color um and then also um one thing i noticed because i was camping top of plane you can hear the parents in the house like you just hear someone dinner time and like you were supposed to do this. And like, you could actually hear the parents going back and forth if you, uh, if it's quiet enough. So I thought that was hilarious. Um, but yeah, I've been getting back into rainbow six, um, played it a lot on PS4. And now I'm making the switch over to PC. Finally got a sensitivity down that I like, and I've been enjoying it. So yeah, I would like to stream it, but it's so CPU intensive that, you can't run both at the same time without frame droppage, skippage. Sure. It sucks. I, I even I even tried like turning. So I put all the settings for Rainbow Six on like very low. Everything off. Yeah. Ran that and Streamlabs at the same time. And without streaming, it was still pushing my CPU at 99%. Holy shit. So that game, yeah, very CPU intensive. It's unfortunate. But yeah, that's uh, Rainbow Six experience. And then... I did play some Halo 5. Oh my god. The I, segment where we talk about Halo and other games too, and he actually played Halo. I ranked in Halo Slayer. Woo! What'd you get? Plat 4? Nice. So, I was pissed with that ranking though, because what? I was playing Diamonds. Yeah. Like a full squad of Diamonds, and winning like 50 to 40, which felt good. Sure. My I felt like my score was average. It was decent. Okay. I wasn't going extremely negative. Okay. My last couple of games. Honest, Is that what decided it? Well, I think so because um, the the second to last game was against Onyx players. Sure. 
I had a teammate drop out. Fuck, dude. Got destroyed. That right? sucks, yeah. No one else dropped out, so I couldn't drop as well. Right? Because if because you get the ban if it's 50% of one team. If it so if, Right, yeah. They forgot they fucking yeah. Yep. yep. So I couldn't drop out. We got destroyed. Um and on that team against the Onyxes, my I was the only one pushing for power-ups. I was yeah. the only one. I'd set up for rocks, wait around. Like, I was like, okay, team, like, come on. No one would show up and I'd get destroyed because the other, it's a team of Onyxes. Of course, they're going to know what to do. Yep. And then we never had camo the whole game because it was just, it was so frustrating that to sucks. me. sucks, yeah. And then my second to last game was on fucking Stasis. I fucking hate that map. Yeah, and I, we it was a close one. It was against Diamonds again, but it was, yeah. Um, again, a player dropped. So back to back games, I, it was it was three v four, and we lost like 40, 45 to fifty. So we held our own. Um, but yeah, I felt like I deserved a better ranking than when I got. And I think they do they do do that as they they put you a little bit below, so because they want you to work up. Yeah. Uh, how are the servers? Laggy at times. We're gonna be talking about that. Yes, I had a few games where um, it was early in my placement matches. Yeah. So I was kind of like, okay, this is annoying, but I won the games. Yep. So I was fine with it. If I would have lost those games, I probably would have been more pissed. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, no, we won those games. There was like players bouncing and this one guy just like teleporting across the map. And I'm like, oh, that's great. I can't kill you because you just ended up in three places at once. So, uh, yeah, it was frustrating. But yeah, that's that's all I played. I didn't actually hop into any Division 2 this week. And I'm kind of sad about that. I didn't either. So, yeah, but that's... uh. That's all I played. Got back into Halo 5, warmed my shot up. We need to get the bros of banging back together. <laughs> uh, soon enough. Soon enough. <laughs> Indeed. Um, I played one game over the week, and it was the Elder Scrolls Online. I saw that pop up every once in a while. I was like, yes. what? So what I'm doing right now is... So, Will, this is going to be news to you. I completely uninstalled Destiny 2 off my computer. Because it's not doing it for me anymore. Um, yeah. It's just not. And maybe I'll wait for D3 to come out. Not Diablo 3, but Destiny 3. Uh, yeah, maybe I'll wait for Destiny 3 to come out because I still love the gunplay. And I imagine they're going to do big things being separated from Activision now. Um, but we'll just have to wait and see. Haven't used that tagline in a little bit. Uh, but what I since I have a newborn at home um, and I don't have a lot of time to play games anymore, what I'm currently doing is... I'm downloading and trying out MMOs just because like I, they don't need my full attention. You know, it's something I can just bum around in. I can complete a quest or two, so on and so forth. Some I can hop in, hop out. Okay. Like I'm not doing raids or anything like that. I'm like literally questing and doing shit like that. Uh, but yeah, so re-downloaded Elder Scrolls online. Uh, it's been all right so far. Um, there's something I forgot was that, uh, if you have Twitch prime, then you get a free 30-day subscription to Final Fantasy XIV. So I, before I came here to record the podcast, I literally installed Final Fantasy XIV, used that 30-day free trial. I'll be giving that a shot. I'm going to reinstall Guild Wars 2, give that a shot again. Um, I'm taking a break from WoW right now. But yeah, I'm trying out a few diff- different MMOs to see what like latches me on. And we'll go from there. But yeah, I am excited to get back into Division 2 with you. I think they'll be fun. The Sea of Thieves update comes out at the end of this month. If you guys are still playing that, I want to hop into that. 
That with with time that gets tough though because you need to play. Oh like, sure, quests can take hours. Sure, and as long as I tell uh, Natana ahead of time, like I can I can set off a chunk of time. Sure, like community play dates. Yeah, setting off a chunk of time, recording the show, right, stuff like that. But like, it's it's hard when because I want Natana to be able to sleep. Right, I want her to be able to sleep when I'm home. Um, or get, have her do things that she wants to do. So when I'm watching Linnea, it's just, it's easy to have either me watching a TV show with her in my arm or, oh, I can just have something up and go quest for a little bit. So, yeah. But I, I played one game this week and trying out some different F- MMOs that I've played previously. Like I've played every game that I mentioned I've already played before. It's just getting back into them and seeing what I really enjoy. To not waste my time, I guess you could say. That's it. That's all I played. Will, it's time for the news. First and foremost, we have Discovery Dispatch from March 28th, 2019 by Grim Brother one This is a Halo Waypoint article. And I quote, Hello there. Welcome to the next edition of our updates and insights on Halo Outpost Discovery, an epic touring attraction that will let the whole family experience the Halo universe in some pretty awesome new ways. Today we're excited to talk a bit more about the VIP package available to Halo fans everywhere when Outpost Discovery begins its tour later this summer. If you're looking to catch up on the breadth of the event or just looking for more detailed information on tickets and such, make sure to head over to HaloOutpostDiscovery.com or revisit our original announcement blog. Very important package. The Halo Outpost Discovery VIP bonuses include exclusive access, event-exclusive collectibles, and some great ways to get your game on when you get back home. If you're looking for ways to get the most out of your weekend at the Outpost, this is definitely the way to do it. Let's take a look at what's included. Here is the overall breakdown. VIP access, additional hours of show floor time exclusive to VIP ticket holders, giving you unparalleled access to your favorite attractions. VIP lounge. Access to the VIP lounge, open only to VIP ticket holders, 343 staff, and Xbox dignitaries. Halo gear, event-exclusive Outpost Discovery Gold Master Chief Funko Pop figure, Outpost Discovery drawstring tote, UNSC dog tags, digital goods, Hazel A302 and ONB096 Xbox avatar outfits, plus a VIP-exclusive Outpost Discovery avatar t-shirt. Now let's discuss in a bit more detail. VIP access. Setting out to create a slate of content befitting some of Halo's most diehard fans is in many ways an impossible task. How do you try and adequately reward those who have spent countless hours engrossed in the Halo universe in a myriad of ways? When it came right down to it, more time is actually exactly the thing we wanted to try and give you the most. The home team at 343 and our partners around the country are pouring over every detail we can to create an experience that Halo fans feel right at home in, and with the VIP ticket for Outpost Discovery, you're going to get more access than anyone else. Each day of the event, VIP ticket holders get into the experience an hour earlier than general admission, letting you get first dibs on all your favorite aspects of the show floor, but in all honesty, that extra hour in the morning didn't feel like enough time, especially on your first day, when you might not even know what to look at first, which is why on Friday and Saturday, VIP ticket holders get to stay an extra hour after normal closing time, giving you the opportunity to survey all the outpost has to offer during the day and knowing exactly where you want to spend your time later on when the only remaining inhabitants are you and your fellow VIPs. Feel like getting in a game of VIP-only laser tag on the combat deck or running through more matches in the Spartan VR training grounds? Maybe you're a hardcore lore fan who wants to soak up every extra minute in the Hall of History or Ring experience to take in the extra canonical curiosity. 
Or maybe you just want to get those social slaying selfies and family portraits taken without worry of rampant photobombing. If you're doing the math, VIP ticket holders get an additional five hours, two each on Friday and Saturday, one on Sunday, exclusively to themselves over the span of a three-day weekend. Lounge Legends Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. The Outpost Discovery VIP Lounge is not that place, but it's still awesome. Designed to be a uh, monument to simpler times, the VIP Lounge aims to be a mid-2000s time capsule that will have you playing old-school Halo on venerable Xbox 360 consoles hooked up to three uh, million pound-ish CRT televisions. Oh my god. With some period proper trappings and iconic snacks and beverages on hand to complete the ensemble. Plus, while Halo Fireteam Raven might not be old school itself, arcade machines certainly are, which is why VIPs will also get the chance to play as much of the heroic hell-jumping experience as they like. The lounge is a spot for VIP ticket holders to step away from the crowds for a bit, relax, reminisce on Halo's past and ruminate on its future, as well as an opportunity to hang out with 343 Industries staff and rub elbows with Xbox luminaries. Geared today, gone tomorrow. Or did you have something you wanted to say, Will? That's, that's, that's so much included for a VIP ticket. I'll, I'll, I have the prices here if you want to hear them. Okay. After I get through the rest of what's included, I'm going to let you read the price. Because I actually disagree with you. So, gear today, gone tomorrow. Of course, it wouldn't be a proper premium experience without some sort of Halo gear goodness. We've teamed up with our friends at Funko to offer an event-exclusive Gold Master Chief, available only at Outpost Discovery. While a select amount will be available at retail in the Outpost Discovery Post Exchange, the only way to guarantee one for yourself will be to make sure you have a VIP ticket to the event. Plus, as a VIP visitor to one of UNSC's most beloved installations, you'll also take home an exclusive set of dog tags and drawstring tote to let people know you were boots on the ground for one of Outpost Discovery's first five cities. Let's get digital. It also wouldn't be a modern experience without some sort of digital delights, and we've come prepared to sprinkle some downloadable duds your way as well. If you missed our first Discovery Dispatch, we highlighted the two Spartan characters you'll come to know a bit more over the course of the Outpost tenure, Hazel A302 and Owen B096. You can see it here. To celebrate the addition of Outpost Discovery to our universe, all Outpost ticket holders will receive download codes to adorn their Xbox Live avatars with the Mjolnir of Hazel and Owen. In addition, VIP ticket holders will also receive an exclusive Outpost Discovery avatar t-shirt. Redemption details for all Xbox avatar items to come soon. That's not all, though. In order to help make sure you've gotten things online uh, to show off your fancy new trappings, VIP ticket holders will also receive a three-month Xbox Game Pass subscription, which, by the way, includes Halo the Master Chief Collection, Halo 5 Guardians, and Halo Wars 2. Set coordinates, make the jump. We're incredibly excited about what we're cooking up for Halo Outpost Discovery later this year and can't wait for you to experience right alongside us. As a reminder, here are the 2019 tour dates and locations. July 5th through the 7th in Orlando. July 19th through the 21st in Philadelphia. August 2nd through the 4th in Chicago. We will be there. August 16th through the 18th in Houston and August 30th through September 1st, Anaheim. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Okay, go ahead. Prices. Three-day VIP ticket. $320. VIP single day ticket, $140. Three day general mission, $130. General mission single day, $60. And you can get a $5 discount per ticket if you buy four or more per one single day. And that's per ticket. 
so here's my question, Will. Yeah. Three day general admission. Yep. How much was that? 130. For a three day general admission. Yes. How much for one day VIP? 140. Oh. Oh, so you're telling me I can get three days of general admission for cheaper than one day VIP. That's what that's what you're telling me. Pretty much. How much is a three day VIP ticket? Three hundred twenty. Three hundred and twenty dollars. Okay. So let's run through what you get. We're gonna go from the bottom up. Okay. Oh god, we're breaking this down. Oh yeah, just just real quick, just real quick. Okay. Three months Xbox Game Pass. Forty five bucks. That's a thirty dollar value. Thirty dollar value. Okay. But it realistically does not cost Microsoft a penny to give that up. Okay. It doesn't. It's their paid subscription service. Sure. It doesn't cost them anything to give out a code. Okay. All right. So we're going to realistically set that price at $0. Next up, you get a VIP exclusive Xbox avatar t-shirt. Um, based on t-shirt production values, if they're buying that much in bulk, um, it's probably a $15 t-shirt. No, 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 Will. <laughs> Will. An Xbox avatar t-shirt. Oh, avatar t- It's yeah, digital. It's digital. I thought it was a real fucking no, t-shirt. it's not a real fucking t-shirt. Zero dollars. Zero dollars. Okay. So, <laughs> okay, so currently, we're currently at a zero dollar value. I want a shirt. Right? I want a shirt too, but we're at a zero dollar value, okay? Now... You also get two other Xbox avatar t-shirts. But wait, those aren't just for VIP ticket holders. Everybody gets those. Zero dollars. We're still at zero dollars. Okay, let's let's keep going. Let's keep going, shall we? Okay, then let, let's talk about physical goods. Okay? Okay. Dog tags. Does anybody do do uh, does everybody get those? VIP ticket holders get an exclusive set of dog tags. Okay, that depends on quality and what it's actually made out of. Okay. What do you think they're going to be? Minimal. Uh Okay, so give me a price on what you think a dog tag would go for. Like how much they would cost us or how much they are buying them for? How much they would buy them for? How much would it be to manufacture those fucking Three bucks. dog tags? Okay, cool. There you go. Then um, let's see what else we got here. Let's see. A drawstring tote. Oh, that's, you know, again, another like two to three. Oh, there you go. There it is. Okay. So a drawstring tote. Then the gold master chief exclusive Funko pop. All right. Uh, that's probably a good, how much now I'm going to make sure you don't get this like, twisted here okay how much do you pay for for a normal funko pop okay so i want to we'll break this down so it's funko pop a standard edition is 10 bucks 10 to 15 bucks sure this one is going to be an exclusive to this one convention yep i'm guessing it would be a normal 20 dollar ticket item they do not sell for more they sell for the same price a GameStop exclusive, a PAX exclusive, all ex- like the exclusive Funko Pops, they sell for the same price. Okay. Now, so 15, not, it'd be 15 to $17. Then. Yes. And now I'm not talking about what the value would be when it leaves the storefront because obviously they're in limited quantity. But 
for the sake of how much it would be if you wanted to outright purchase one, because they did say limited quantities will be available to purchase. Standard price. I'm going to go with the $17 on that because I'm sure that's what they would charge. Perfect. 17 bucks. They probably, they probably make them and get them for cheaper though. Yep. Okay. And last but not least, the VIP lounge. This is a convenience slash experience. They're selling an experience here. Now. That can be valued based on the person. Right. So I'm going to base my thoughts on Seattle. Okay. Okay. So I had, Natana and I had VIP three-day passes for the world Seattle. Okay. Which means there was a lounge as well. To be completely honest with you, the lounge was not something to write home about. It just wasn't. There was a bar that you had to pay for, and there weren't really snacks. They may have been peanuts or something, I forgot. But, like, there were, like, some couches that weren't very comfortable, and some TVs just put up on stands. And then there were two CRTs for people to play Halo 1 on, I think. They were playing Halo 1. I'm pretty sure. Now, if this lounge is better than that lounge, obviously, that'd be good. Like, they'd be really good. But there were 343 people at Seattle, and they weren't just hanging out in the lounge. Do you think at Outpost Discovery, they're just going to be hanging out in the lounge? I doubt it. Another thing we have to look at, too, is this This is also being supported by the same group that puts on the Harlem Globetrotter shows. Sure. So expectations are a little bit higher. I feel like the expectation is going to be a little bit higher. The quality they have there. There's more backing to where I believe they could make this lounge much more high quality. The bee's knees. But again, how much are you willing to pay for an experience? Exactly. So that's try to put a price down on that. Jeez. You can't eat. uh, Okay. So we won't then. So then the last thing is the being there an hour early and leaving an hour later. That depends on how much there is to do. And what if I can do it all in one day? Yeah. Then the other two days are just bonus. Yeah. Do the VIPs get like, get to cut in line and whatnot for the stuff? Nope. Like think about that hour before and the hour after as like cutting in line because there aren't other people there. Sure. It's just people who have VIP tickets. extra hour i mean it's more time you can you can technically say you got more value because you were there longer but you're spending more money per hour so do you think that constitutes an over 200 dollar price increase for a three-day vip pass Ugh. it depends 200 dollars more if you're <laughs> if you're making decent money and you don't care about it sure But then the other thing to keep in mind is for a three-day general admission pass, it's still cheaper to to do that than to get one VIP day. It's, yeah. It is. Like, I I was dumbfounded when I saw the VIP prices. And then I saw what you're getting. I'm like, digital shit that doesn't cost you a penny? They're... There were labor hours behind it. Let's just say someone had to make it. Yes, that is very true. That is very true. Someone had to uh, work on the art for the t-shirts and whatnot. I completely understand. 
Yep. But it's an Avatar t-shirt, dude. Nobody looks at them. No. At not, all. I don't know if many people use avatars that's much the, anymore. That's the thing. I still have my Master Chief costume on. But nobody sees it. Hmm. There's got to be something else going on there that we don't know about. Oh, yeah. We haven't seen anything yet. I'm just speculating. But, like, you go from 140 or so dollars for a three-day general admission pass to over $300 for a three-day VIP pass. You know, I'm like, you better, you better be given something extravagant for that. It's just, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. <laughs> <laughs> for lack yes. of a better phrase. Yeah. Um... Our total came to $23, though. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for including that at the the end. I had to. That's the value we see. Oh, man. Okay. To be honest, I want that Funko Pop because to complete the collection. Yep. It's the last one I need. I don't have. You don't have the Chase Sergeant Johnson, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's him with the cigar. Yep. Yeah. We're talking about the new line right now, not the old line. The Correct. old line are very hard to come by. Correct. Yeah. All right. I'm not paying two I'm not paying fucking two hundred dollars for a Funko Pop. No thank you. Hopefully they'll have some extra there that I can well, scoop they, up. They did say that they will have a limited quantity yep. for people to purchase. So straight to the <laughs> straight to the shop. Yes. To get my Funko Pop. Indeed. Shall we move on? What do we have next? Halo 5 Guardians investigating server issues by who, Will? Unashek. Thank you, Will. So I found out Uh his last name is actually, it's Unashek, but there's a J in front of it. Oh. So I think it's, it it is like Unashek. Like June? Like, yeah. Junashek? No, but there's no J. I think the J is kind of like silent. Okay. So it's like Unishek. 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 Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm going to let you keep saying it because I'm probably going to keep butchering it. So Halo 5 Guardians investigating server issues by Unishek. Thank you, Will. This is a Halo Waypoint article. (laughs) And uh, we have a little bit. I'm going to start from the bottom and work our way up. So apparently this started on March 20th. Well, actually, potentially earlier, but uh, here's the March 20th update at 3.25 p.m. Pacific time. Hey, everyone. We've been keeping a close eye on increasing player reports of server issues with Halo 5 Guardians. Uh, After some initial investigating, we're able to identify a data center in the north central U.S. that was causing players to experience hitches and warping and have temporarily disabled it. While this may increase the ping for players who would typically connect in the north central U.S., we're confident that this will lead to a better experience for everyone. And while we further investigate the issue, the team will continue to investigate and provide updates as soon as they are available. Thank you for your patience. Then, on the 20th, at 6 p.m. Pacific time, we're actively monitoring uh, our other data centers so that we can identify instances like this one as soon as they happen. Our services team is continuing to look into this issue with our external partner teams in order to find a root cause. March 22nd. 7 p.m. Pacific time. While there isn't too much to update the thread on, we wanted to follow up for the weekend to let everyone know uh, that we're still looking into it. We'd like to ask that when reporting a match in the replies below, please include a link to it from your game history here on Waypoint. It will help us identify your exact match, look into its details and telemetry, see the server you're connected to, and investigate more thoroughly. Apologize for any Apologies for any inconvenience this may have been causing. March 25th, 7.30 p.m. Pacific time. 
Thank you for your continued reports as well as providing links to matches here on Waypoint. We're continuing our investigation and begun to look even closer at the other data centers that we use. Additionally, we've continued our escalation process and have been more have been and have more people looking into the issue. Please know that we're actively on the case and still continuing updates as soon as we get them. March 26th update, 8 p.m. Pacific time. As we continue to investigate the root cause with partner teams, we'll be implementing a change that should help alleviate some of the hitching instances. Unfortunately, we don't know if this change will completely solve the issue, but we hope it helps improve your in-game experience as we keep looking into everything. We'll, make, we'll be making this change tomorrow morning and monitoring the performance of our data centers extremely closely. We'll follow up with more details tomorrow to ensure you are up to date with the latest information. Leading us into March 27th at 10 p.m. Pacific Time. Hey all, just checking in to let everyone know how everything went today. We've got good news and bad news. Unfortunately, the changes that we rolled out this morning to help alleviate some of the server hitching issues were not effective. However, the good news is that our investigation is progressing well. We've identified a few symptoms that may be correlating with the hitching, which means we're closer towards finding the root cause of the issue. We'll be moving forward with this new information along with our partner teams bright and early tomorrow morning. Thank you for being so patient with us as we work through this and please stand by for further updates. March 28th, 10.45 p.m. Pacific Time, our team rounded up partners, our team rounded up partner teams for a call today and spent most of the day looking into potential root causes. While we weren't able to find the heart of the problem with everyone on the line, we were uh, able to eliminate multiple theories. By doing so, we can continue to focus in on other options and move even closer towards finding the source of the issue. We'll continue to provide updates as the investigation continues. Well, guess what? The investigation continues. March 29th! 5.30 p.m. Pacific Time, and this is where we currently are at. After jumping on the investigation again today with our partners, we believe we were able to identify the root cause. As a result of these findings, we're going to begin rolling back a change that was made at the impacted data centers. To help set expectations, we anticipate this rollback may take approximately 24 hours to complete and may mean you'll still see some lingering issues as the transition occurs. That said, please feel free to jump on this weekend and let us know if your experience has improved. Your feedback will be extremely valuable as we keep an eye on the situation. Thank you for your patience and understanding throughout this process. We'll follow up with another update on Monday that will speak to whether or not this change has resolved the issue. There you go. How exciting was that? In other words, uh, the, I don't know if they've fixed their shit. But guess what, Will? They're, they're working on it. We're not done yet. There's more. April 1st! But wait, there's more! <laughs> what do we got? Breaking what do we got? News. What do we got? April 1st update, 12 p.m. Pacific time. Thanks for the continued reports over the weekend, everyone. We noticed that our rollback has taken longer than anticipated and it has not reached all the impacted data centers. Our team has directed traffic from our West U.S. data center, which was seeing some of the hitches, to other locations in order to help improve your experience until the rollback has completed. We plan on updating this thread again before the end of the day with our progress. Please stay tuned for more information. So maybe we'll get more information later today, but it won't be included in this episode unless it comes till the end of the recording. But that does it for that information, Will. So that explains why everyone was everywhere while and, I was playing uh, my placement matches. Waving their hands in the air like they just didn't care. Yes. <laughs> and zip, zop, boobity bopping. Around the map. The, the worst thing was that, like, last game on Stasis, the laggy kid had the fucking sword. So there was, like, nothing you could do. Really? It was, yeah. I hate that uh, shit, man. Uh, Halo 5, get your shit together. Hey, they're working on it. 
I mean, you fucking took him over a week. Okay, so the next news. <laughs> I'm telling you, Randy Josh is out in full force today. The next news story and the big one. I didn't tell Will about this yet. I wanted to see his initial reaction when we read through this article. So, the Halo collection for Nintendo Switch. Stream recap and discussion thread. This is by Vorked over on reddit.com. And I quote. What we thought was just a Sunday Night 343 social stream quickly turned into something much more when Doug Bowser joined Sketch and Grimm to announce that, and I quote, Once the Master Chief Collection is released on PC in full, 343 Industries will begin the rollout of ports of classic Halo games to the Nintendo Switch. Below we will recap the highlights of the stream, which I believe isn't everything. 343 has made it very clear that they want to hear from the community, so please just leave your questions and wishlist items in this thread. Just like with our MCC PC and Reach thread, we'll compile a list for visibility. Considering the surprise nature of this announcement, hopefully some 343 employees will be able to answer questions soon. To start, Doug, Sketch, and Grimm outlined how this port came to be. Since the groundwork was already done to patch MCC and port it to PC, they wanted to also look at other platforms. Considering how friendly Microsoft and Nintendo have been as of late, the Switch only made sense. 343 then reached out to Iron Galaxy Studios, developers of Switch ports like Skyrim, to see how feasible the port would be. This directly contributed to Reggie fils retiring as president and COO of Nintendo of America. He wanted to get this ambitious project kicked off. Doug Bowser has agreed that this was the right step forward with the recent partnership between Xbox and Nintendo. Unfortunately, due to hardware limitations, the Switch port is going to be a little different than other versions of MCC. Each game is going to have, a, have to be released as a separate port, as opposed to a single large game. This will also allow each game to be op optimized differently. Grimm outlined a few, a few key differences compared to the Xbox and PC versions. Halo CE and Halo 2 Classic will each be 60 FPS at 1080p, but the anniversary versions will be capped at 30 FPS. Halo 3 and ODST can either be played at 60 FPS in the Classic 640p or 30 FPS in 1080p. While Reach will be 60 FPS in its native resolution, it will still feature the original blur in the original Xbox 360 versions to maintain target FPS. Now, despite those trade-offs, Doug promised there will be some worthwhile Nintendo-themed perks for those who purchase on the Switch. Similar to the armor effects in Reach, there will be Mario-themed effects for Halo Reach. We saw two on stream, one of uh, small classic Super Mario sprites rotating around the helmet, and another with Metroid sprites. Another one in Reach, a Mario hat permutation, will be released as a pre-order bonus. In the games that release, new emblem options will be introduced. These seem to include a mushroom from the Mario series, a Metroid from Super Metroid, and one of the Master Sword and Hyrule, uh, and Hyrule Shield. Uh... These are all we saw, and we aren't sure there are any more offered. What do you think, Will? We're just giving out Halo everywhere now. Fuck yeah, dude! This Ugh. was one of the this is one of the biggest rumored things to happen. I don't like it. What do you mean you don't like it? There was the news story that came out that Xbox Live was going to be coming to the Switch. Yeah. I just I don't know. It's always it's been a Microsoft thing for so long. I think this gives it an opportunity though to be in more people's hands, though. Yeah, but you're you're bringing it. You're bringing MCC. You're still living in the past. What do you mean? I don't. I don't. I don't know. I'm just. They're putting all this work into MCC. You you wouldn't want to get a switch for this? No. Oh, are you fucking kidding me? I'd play the shit out of this. Nah. That's okay because you don't have to because April Fools. It's not real. I wanted to see your initial reaction to see if you thought that was going to be real or not. And so I tried to read it like an actual news article. It sounded real enough. Yeah, played off all cool and shit. The person who wrote this did a really great job. They did. But yeah, it's straight up an April Fool's joke. MCC is not coming to the Switch. Don't get your hopes up. 
Now, the funny thing is, is that there were, um, there were renders of like a, in like a Master Chief themed Switch and dock and whatnot, and it looked really, really good. And the only thing I can think of is, motherfucker, do I want to buy that? <laughs> like, I'd buy it in a heartbeat. But no, it's not happening. Good. Uh, at least, <laughs> for what it's worth, nothing has been confirmed. Um, and for more intent, like, for more than likely, it's not going to happen. But this was an April Fool's joke. Happy April Fool's, everyone. Um, a day late, because this airs on April 2nd. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, but I mean, we record on April 1st, so fuck sure. it. Who cares? No, um, no with, uh, honestly, though, like, it made me think, like, it's always been a Microsoft thing. It has. You're starting. That means why not bring it to PlayStation, which I feel like would hurt a lot of people. Sure. Oh yeah. It'd be, yeah. It'd be terrible. Um, get that controller out of here. <laughs> Josh hates the PS4 controller. Fucking DualShock Four. <laughs> get that shit out of here. I mean, yeah. It, that article was really well written. It was. Um, I'm happy it's not an actual thing. They're doing enough as it is to add this on top of their plate. Oh, I would have loved every. Well, they, they, he, they, uh, the person who wrote it. Oh, um, said after the PC release. No, Vort stated um, that they would bring in another studio. Oh yeah, yeah, Iron Galaxy because they ported Switch. They ported a uh, Skyrim to the Switch. So it's like, why not bring in a different studio to take care of this? Yeah. So <laughs> they don't have to. <laughs> Uh, okay. But no, it's on. not real. It's not real. Moving on. Don't worry. Fake uh, news. <laughs> oh, no. Well, no. Uh, it's an April Fool's joke. Um, okay. Competitive news real quick. First up, uh, Gregor joins 343 Pro Team. This is a tweet, and I quote, I'm excited to announce that I've accepted a position on the Halo Pro Team with 343 Industries. It's a dream come true to work on something I've been passionate about for so many years. Thanks to everyone that helped along the way. So well, congratulations. We have Gregor, Hines, Clutch. Clutch and Mickwin. Correct. All right. You know what the real question is now? What's that? Here comes pure speculation time. You ready for I just literally thought of this right now. You ready for this? What do you got? Do they stop here or do they add one more person? Think about that for a second. Because they have four. Will that say whether it's a 4v4 or a 5v5 multiplayer game? Yeah, but you got to look at it as... And well, eh? Uh, you can speculate <laughs> all you want, but... <laughs> just um, kidding. Clutch was brought on... Brought, brought captain. On. Yeah, Captain. Brought on as Captain. <laughs> My mouth is not working today. English is hard today, man. Yeah, Um. so he was brought on as a captain and lead. Very true. So it could still be Clutch as the captain with four other players, quote-unquote players. Could be. So... Or maybe they're taking the Black Ops support approach and it's going to be 5v5. We'll see. what. We'll have to wait and see. <laughs> I literally have no idea. It just popped into my head. I'm like, oh yeah, they do have four people now. Hmm. I wonder what happens next. Um, next news story. Just a quick reminder that the Europa Halo Nightfall Halo 5 Cup number one is actually taking place this Sunday, April 7th. You can check out the link in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show for all that information if you're interested in competing. Um, they may have the max amount of teams. I'm not entirely sure, but check out the link. Next up, Female Pro League announces a 4v4 Halo 3 tournament. That's right. They're back. Um, April 27th at 3 p.m. Central Time. There's also a free agent list, uh, free agent list by Nisha and Veronica. Will, did you want to open up that list? And read through it real quick. 
All right, free agents are as follows. Ratch, Miss Audie, Veronica, Rockets Babe, Chickwin, Boxcar, Killing in Pink, Miss Amazing, Death Herself, Sassy Snipes, Obviously Queen, Devious Kitten, Divinity, Pink Cat, Purely Christina, Revidal, I've, my, I messed one up. I blowed Rena and Ar- Arky Heart. Man, this is rough. And then we have a team of two that is the Darth Honor and Exaria. And yeah, there we go. Breaking news from Josh. What do you have? Super excited to announce our Guard Gaming ESFPL Halo 3 team, Queen, It's Golden Girl, Haloette, and Katie Marie. Confirmed roster for oh. the tournament. Okay. And that's it for your uh, for your breaking news for the second time in the show. Moving on, Halo Project Brazil Duo 6 tournament has been postponed due to the Halo 5 server connection issues. Hey, lo and behold. This is a a string of tweets from Halo Project BR. And let me just give a shout out to Twitter Translate. That Twitter did a phenomenal job at translating these tweets. So, and I quote, note, the HPB or Halo Project BR Duo 6 had to be paused for connection problems. All players in all matches and rounds were experiencing problems connecting to the server of the 343 Industries, which impaired the progress of all matches at the level of becoming unfeasible for their continuation. With this, the Halo Project BR Duo 6 will be postponed to next Sunday, um, April 4th, where we expect the normalization of the servers um, of 343 Industries for the continuation of the tournament. All the results so far will not be reset, that is, the championships will restart from where it is stopped. Again, we regret what happened, and we hope that next week the game will work the way it is expected. It is uh, April 7th. April 7th. Not April 4th, because that's later on this week, not the weekend. It's because uh, other parts of the world do it in order, where it's day, month, year, where America does it month, day, year, which everyone thinks is weird. Just like, what, our measuring system? Oh, yeah. We're still on, or we're on... Uh, what are we on? Metric? No, we're not on metric. Metric's the good one. Metric's the one everyone else uses. Oh, okay. Are we imperial? Is that what it is? I don't even know. I'm an idiot, man. We're Dude, on I'm Fahrenheit. Up everyone idiot. else is on Celsius. Yeah. We use ounces and gallons and everyone else uses... Kilograms. Kilograms. Right? Grams, yeah. Is that what that is? Grams, kilos, yeah. We need no. to like go back to fucking... What is it? Science? A little bit of everything, Josh. A little bit. <laughs> we need We're going a little back to bit grade school, folks. Um, but that's okay. We just talk about Halo. That's all we need to do. Um, no, and then also the other point that I wanted to make was just another reminder. Uh, the first UGC qualifier for DreamHack Dallas is taking place this weekend as well. Um, so if you're not registered to compete in that yet, please make sure to do so. And again, points will be used for seeding for the tournament. So make sure you get in those qualifiers if you want to get those better seating points. William! That's it for the news. Which means, kind sir, will you uh, do us all a favor and read us 
some tournament results. All right, let's start off with the UGC Double Down finale results. First place went to Long Live Lord Foster. Um, this included Long Live Lord 50 and Foster Child taking home $100. Second place went to Swell Fellas. This included Notorious and Naps. And third went to Bacon Snaps. And we don't know who's on this team. Nope, no idea. All right, moving on. Breaking the Clutch E-League March Open results. First went to Almirante 99. Second, Rock Generation. Third, EOD Spartan Seb. Fourth, I Run UNSC Jetty. Fifth and sixth were Kaboom and likely Squidward. Seventh through eighth, Dorito AK74U and El Rico Grande. Fod will be included within the Google Doc of the show notes. We do have some Halo Draft League match results. Wasted potential went up against year by week. I'm wondering if they uh, think they're not going to compete because they're not all year by week. Because <laughs> year by week supposed to be real easy. But here we go. Rosters of Wasted Potential are Holic, Psychedelic, Turtles, and Swish. Your bye week is Condor, Guitar Hero Dude, Gold Star, BR, and Fear the Beard. Game 1 was a capture the flag on Coliseum. Went 3-2 to Wasted Potential. Game 2, Slayer on Plaza. 50-48 to going to Wasted Potential. Game 3 was a Strongholds on Empire. 100-88 to to your bye week. Game 4 was Oddball on Eden. 150-130 to going to Wasted Potential for a 3-1 series score. Very close games, though. Yes, they were. Could have gone either way based on a couple slays. Indeed. Moving on. That's all we had for Halo Draft League. Moving on to the Microsoft Store Halo 3 MCC 2v2 Throwdown tournament results. Throwdown! See, if I tried to do that, I would just start coughing everywhere. I can't. I was close. Yeah. But wait, uh, Will, what did you just say, though? What, what are we about to talk about right now? Microsoft Store Halo 3 MCC 2v2 oh Throwdown tournament God, results. Oh my God, Will! They got the wrong. They got the brackets. <laughs> yes, they did. <laughs> it <laughs> it took them months. It took them months, but we finally have brackets where we can talk about results. Results. We'll take it away. I'm gonna. I'm gonna just. I'm, All right. Oh, I'm gonna. Out of oh, the, oh. Out of the Chandler Fashion Center store, first place went to whatever. Uh, this included Doctor Havoc and Sparky Highland. Out of the fashion show, show store, first place went to Instinct, which was Lando and Trolling Myself. Out of the Pioneer Place, first place went to All Hope is Lost, which included Truth Be Told and Advance the God. Town Center at Boca Ranton, first place went to Shots Fired, Missy and Mr. Main Event. Sounds like a wrestler name, Mr. Main Event. <laughs> Next at the Scottsdale Fashion Square... First place went to AZG Red, which included Siphon and Gory Figment. (laughs) (laughs) Next up at the Florida Mall, first place went to DL Team, which was Sumo and Ham. At the Lenox Square Store, first place went to Nader Mouse, which included Mouse and Nader Hater. At the La Cantiera Store, Spurs Elotes, which included Rami and Stormy. Fifth Avenue, NYC. First place went to Underground Kings, Twisted Minds, and Padawan. Next, the King of Prussia Mall. First place went to RBG Esports, World Famous in Display. Out of the Destiny Store. First place, Team PH. Jay Mills is ill and ironic racer. 
out of the Walden Galleria. First place went to Main G's. This included RuneScape Gold and Halo 3 Legend. Out of the Roosevelt Field Store, first place went to HLO, which was Hyper and Epiphany. Out of the Walt Whitman Store, uh, first place went to Jose slash Oscar, which included <laughs> Jose and Oscar. Out of the Easton Town Center, first place went to Tiny Dancer, BRY and Friction Just. Out of the Woodland Hills Store, first place went to Mad Money, which was Big Money and Awesome Jason. We have Somerset North Store. First place went to Team o Omen, sponsored by ROG. This was Ness Dan and Golden Girl. Out of the Penn Square Mall, first place went to Ruthless Gaming, Corey and Tyler. Out of the Woodfield Mall, first place, Sniper Legends, Kryptonite, and Never Go Negative. Out of the Fashion Mall, first place, C9, Phenomenal, and Yuvana Cookie. <laughs> Great name. I love that name. It's really good. Out of the Oak Park Mall, First place went to under 5-5, five, five, and it was uh, Jacob and I'm going to say Hero. Out of the Oak Brook Center, first place went to Club Pineapple. This included Premier and Mexicano. I wonder if they like pineapple on pizza. You know, I had it for the first time the other day. Whoa! Yeah. Are we about to have a hot take? Yeah, just, I, I, I never, like, I would never eat it before, but it was put in front of me, and I tried it, and it's just, it's meh. Not a huge fan. But you didn't hate it? But I didn't hate it. Okay. I'll All accept right. that answer. That's fine. All right. Out of the closest store to us, Mall of America, first place went to Pony Express, which was floppy or floppy. We haven't decided yet. And Deathadelic. Might as well say both to just cover our bases. Out of the Park Metal Store, first place went to Warriors. This was Tino and the Matt Merlin. Out of the Chinook Center... First place went to back to Lumpy 2. Lumpy 2. This is Dordo and Killer Jojo. And last but not least, out of the West Edmonton store, first place went to Zealous, which was Psych and Mantis. I did it. Made it. And that's all we have for tournaments this week. Um, For those who maybe competed at a store that we did not include the, just a little disclaimer because it's been quite some time since uh, the Microsoft stores got their head out of their asses and actually decided to make brackets on smash.gg. Um, I did not include any brackets that currently stated in progress or not started. I only included brackets that stated completed. Or if there was one team signed up, we did not include that. Exactly. Either. It's not worth my time. And to be completely honest, if you're one team that signed up, you didn't really win in our hearts. Okay. You just showed up. Congratulations. You showed up, but you didn't really win. You didn't compete. Okay. But, uh, yeah, if, if the, if the bracket at the time of me putting them into the show notes that the bracket stated in progress or not started, I did not include them. So I apologize. But when I looked at that, that makes me believe that they weren't completed yet. Therefore, I wouldn't have correct results. I didn't want to report on incorrect results. So there you go. Okay, it's time for some shoutouts. Will. First and foremost, I said it twice before. I'm going to say it again. Mark owns your face. Shout out to you, kind sir, providing the Halo Draft League rosters and the Shotzi story. It is greatly appreciated. You're a wonderful man. 
Uh, shout out to everyone who's already signed up for our Halo 5 1v1 tournament. Thank you guys so much. And uh, if you haven't signed up yet, we talked about it earlier. Sign up. I'm really excited for it. I think it's going to be a good time. It's going to be great. Get shit on, Scud. And shout out to everyone who has sent Linnea, my daughter, gifts. You know who you are. Um, Again, I just want to, like, I'm not going to talk about it too much, but it's the love and support that we have received from this community has been nothing short of amazing. Um, You guys are all fantastic. And, like, I, I can't say thank you enough, so... Linnea is not old enough to understand what was what was provided to her, but do know that Natan and I appreciate it with all of our hearts, and you guys are fucking amazing. That's where I'll say that. Um, and then also, I mean, yeah, that's that's all I got. All right, that's all I got. Will take it away for some community creations, please. As always, go check out me Monday on Reddit. It's kind of a staple at this point. It's always there. It's always going to be there. And considering the day we're recording this is April Fool's, oh, there's, there's some, some shit on there. There is. All right. Top Halo Clips announced their weekly winner. Congrats to Perspectful for keeping good Halo 5 clips alive with his kill tag and flag stop on pro player Ares Carries. You, the community, like this clip so much that you've decided to make him our winner for the week. Enjoy the reward and keep uploading for your chance to win. Noob Combo's March Clip of the Month contest winner was announced as well. This month's game for for our Clip of the Month contest was Halo 5, and our guest judge, Nighty Knight, has chosen the winner. Congratulations to Valor. Thank you to everyone who entered the contest. Check back tomorrow for details about our contest for April. And here we go. April clip of, the, clip of the month contest announcement. A new month means a new clip of the month contest. It's pretty self-explanatory. Each month, players will send their best clip at the end of the month to our guest judge. Oh, I'm sorry. Our guest judge will choose the one they like the best. Judges will be a different no- member of the Halo community and will change each month along with the game being featured. This month, I can't, I'm losing it. This month's judge is commentator Sims. Here are the rules. Clip must be from Halo 3. Submission must be in the form of a URL from xboxdvr.com. Head to xboxdvr.com, enter your gamertag, select clips, choose clip, copy and paste the URL. Prize will be one $25 USD Xbox gift card delivered in digital form. All clips must be entered by 4 One submission per person. The winner will be announced on our site, meaning noobcombo.com. And on ours too, I guess. And our, <laughs> our show, I mean. <laughs> and on social media accounts, Instagram, noobcombo.com, or noobcombo.com, Twitter, noobcombo.com, at the end of the month. And HGS ProTalk. We'll retweet that. <laughs> we have the Halo Community Spotlight, March 28th, 2019, by Snickerdoodle. Halo Waypoint article, go check that out. And we have Halo 5 Part 2, Truth and Reconciliation, by Calibri- Calibrines, over on YouTube. So remember when we talked about Ooh. Part 1? Yes. That This is Part 2. It's funny how things happen like that. You know, you have Crazy. the first part of the <laughs> Yeah, the second part coming after that. Who oh. knew after part one, it's Go. part two. Mind blown. <laughs> oh, this episode, man. You had Ranty Josh like twice in this thing. Oh, you had plenty of rosters to talk about. Hoofda doofda, man. We got through it, though. We did it together. Another week. Another Halo podcast in the books. Done and dusted. But, uh, 
Yeah. So that's going to do it. I'm going to, I'll talk to you later, Will. All right. See you later. All right. Deuces. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Will. Plug the show, please. You can find us on your favorite podcast services. You're listening to us somehow, so you must have found us somewhere. We are on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, and others as well. Leave us a review and let others know about the show. You can join our Discord, join the community discussion. A lot of great stuff going on over there. A lot of community talk, a lot of community news, a lot of things going on in the Haloverse over on Discord. You can join our Xbox Club or Spartan Company. Search for HDS Pro Talk. We are also on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Mixer, and Esportspedia. Search for HDS Pro Talk on those sites as well. Josh, what do we have coming up on the next episode? That's a great question, Will, and something I don't have filled out yet. But something I can say is I think we're going to have a topic next week. And the big one. Our 1v1 tournament results. Get shit on, Scud. <laughs> oh, I, I hope you like that sound clip that was just put in there. Oh, man. I, I When you sent that to me last night, I literally laughed my ass off when I listened to it. I had my headphones on. I'm not kidding. Natana was sitting on the couch, Lene in her arms. I'm sitting there with my fucking headphones on, sitting at the computer, and I see this message come in for Will. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? Click on it. And <laughs> it just plays. And I, Natana heard me laughing. It was, I, I loved it so much. Um, so shout out to Will for making that and putting that in there. And for the record, just before we close this out, for those who have stuck with us this long, we have nothing against Scud Puddle. Scud, I hope you have nothing against us too. We we've like we've done this back and forth for a long time. This is a long-standing like it's 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 kind of like an inside it's joke. It's an inside joke. Yes. We have nothing but respect for Scud Puddle. Um, Amazing person. He really is. He's a great member of this community. He's done a lot and the whole get shit on Scud thing happened a while ago and it's just kept going. So the the unofficial title of this tournament is the Get Shit on Scud Tournament. Okay, <laughs> I mean you gotta admit, like people in our prior community played it. It's either Get Shit on Scud or Get Shit on Josh. Yeah, and realistically, like Scud is a better Halo player than I am. So while the whole point of this tournament was so him and I could match up against each other, like that was realistically how this whole thing started. Is that hey, let's do a one v one tournament where Scud and I go up against each other. Well, why don't we make it a bigger thing than that, right? So, for all intents and purposes, for those who don't know, Scud is great. We have nothing against him. And it's all a joke. Um, and I really hope I do get to face off against him in the tournament. And like I said, he's better than I am, so he's more than likely going to win. But, get shit on, Scud. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for episode 67 of HTS Pro Talk. I want to thank you very much for listening. We hope you had an eventful April Fool's Day, because that's the day we record the show. But uh, don't look into that switch announcement a little bit too much because that's not happening. Just give me a heads up here. Um, we'll be back next week for our results of our Halo, uh, Halo 5 1v1 tournament and uh, a topic that we take from you guys as well. Get the responses from. It's going to be a good time. We hope to see you there. But until then, bye bye <laughs>